I'm back, baby. Oh, my double crap. Do you know who I am? No, but maybe if you hum a few bars. Yes, sir, random kid I just met. You know, this man's forgotten more about pain than you'll ever remember. About pain. About forgetting about. It's Jake C. Lee. I am the low rating that cancels your program. I thought you were made of sterner stuff. Don't be jealous because I'm attractive. You know what? You just made the list. <laughs> oh, wait, you're serious. Let me laugh even harder. It's time to check the link. I like that. I didn't do anything wrong because I can't do anything wrong. Hooray! People are paying attention to me. It's all in sports. Game on, everybody. It's all in sports. Jake Seeley, Chris Meany, kind of a abbreviated, weird intro to the show because, as mentioned in the last episode, it was so stinking long that we had to split it up into two. So this is the second hour, which is going to kind of just jump right into the conversation about fantasy baseball waivers. And this is actually going to end up being an entire baseball show because we're talking about waivers. We're talking about the rookies. We're talking about win projections and awards. So lots of baseball. If that's all that you want, it's a great episode. If that's nothing what you want, then maybe you skip this one. Either way is good. I hope you listen anyway. We hope you listen anyway. So it's myself and Chris Meany jumping right into the conversation. Okay, yeah. And I was third highest. There was a 52 or 53 and a winning bid of $63. 63 bucks. Wow. I mean Chris Paddock to start the year. I mean, I get it. I get it too. You have to be in you have to be in rough shape. You know, honestly, like if I had a if I started my draft with like a DeGrom and Flaherty for example, I'm not spending $62 on Paddock. Like I I see I see everything. Well, I, I saw 37 it. because I have Kershaw and Kimbrel. <laughs> so that's so exactly to my point. You should but, be spending that. Thirty-seven seed reason, but on my bench, I also have Aaron Sanchez and Tyler Anderson. I mean, they're not amazing. This is a fifteen-team, twenty-nine-man right. roster league, so it's not like. I mean, my rotation. Real quick, you don't care about my team, but for you listening, just to give some context. Yeah. Bieber, Chapman, Sir Anthony Dominguez, Jack Flaherty, Colin McHugh, Mike Miner, Trevor Williams. I picked up Kyle Wright for three bucks. That's my contingent bid that's that a, I got. That's instead. a steal. They're getting him for three bucks under the radar. Yeah. And then Ryan Yarborough. Yeah. Yeah. So I have decent options. It's just so I'm, I'm going to check real quick the roster. Of the so I'll tell you the pitching and see if you thought the 63 bucks. By the way, now nah, I'm not going to complain about this site. We'll do it another day. Uh, <laughs> so his rotation was Freeland, Kila, Kikuchi, Lauer, Sale, Will Smith, Strom, and Verlander. I don't think you need to go 63. Oh, you don't? When you got Sale and Verlander, are you kidding me? You have two top five. Those are, I have Verlander fourth and Sale three. So you have, in my opinion, you have two top four pitchers. There is no need to spend that much. And I like Paddock is just like everybody else. Like you look at his stuff. I mean, it's, it's amazing. He doesn't have a lot on the resume in terms of like 37 innings last year, double A. Under 90 innings total for the year. Like, how many innings is this guy really going to pitch? 150? You're gonna get, and you're going to get an elite 150, we believe. You're going to. You are. You're probably, yeah, it's a great ballpark. He doesn't walk anyone. He's you know what Jen Hong Kang went for? Kong. Oh, man. Seven home runs. How about that guy? He should have went for $100. <laughs> he went for 15. Yeah, I don't that's, get it. That's, a, that's a lot, too. I'm As I said last week, I'm excited about him. But, yeah, 15 bucks is... Yeah. Um, I missed out on Brandon Lowe. I threw $3 on him. He went for 24 Wow. That's, yeah. that's a little high for me. I'm excited. Pablo Lopez well, we went have for 6 
I went for three on him. Actually, so I went three on Pablo Lopez, Kyle Wright, uh, Bryce Wilson for two, Caleb Smith for two. I missed out on all the – well, Caleb Smith, I think it was three. Uh, they're all in the same range. The only one I got out of those was Kyle Wright. All the rest of them went for higher. Yeah, the Miami uh, pitching staff is intriguing for sure. Um, I think if Smith we just is knew the most, who was sticking. I think Smith is the most interesting for me because he's, he's got the highest ceiling in terms of strikeouts, and we got a good – chunk of him last year what do you have like 80 90 innings so the other yeah. guys you got to be careful with these kids man they're going to be they're going to be capped out i mean they could go to the bullpen they could struggle go down to triple a oh one more fine. just out of curiosity and the only reason i'm bringing these up again because not that you guys care about my league but you probably have your first waivers coming and might be in a league as deep as this tim beckham went for five which i think was a smart pickup because yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's looking good. The question a month ago was whether or not he was going to play every day, but yeah, you also get play. shortstop third. I mean, that's a that's weird huge. combination you don't usually get. The other one was Dakota Hudson, who people forget was a semi-highly touted prospect. Still, 10 bucks seemed like a little much. Yeah, he doesn't strike a lot of guys out either, right? right. Exactly. Yeah, his, his walks have been – his walks – small sample size last year, but – Followed him in AAA a couple of years too, and and still struggled to walks. I mean, when you have a four, I'm looking now a 4.42 K per nine and a 3.49 walks per nine. I know it's only 40 AAA innings. That's concerning to me. It is. He keeps the ball on the ground. He's got a nice ground ball rate. Probably help out your ratios, but ten bucks is a little high. Especially you just mentioned some other other prospects. Some of the other prospects are going for three or four bucks. Right. Get me in that league, bud. And the great, um, the great fantasy. Well, to go back to it. I'm full yeah. of injuries. Full of injuries. I got a couple uh, of the guys that you mentioned, but I'm I full do that of this year. I'm I had too many. Oh, man. To go, yeah, Wrong. to go back to run through real quick in case anybody, like I said, you're in a day. So if you're in a shallower league, you probably could go what I did and do like the two or three bucks on these guys. But 15 team, 29 man rosters. Pablo Lopez went for six. Caleb Smith went for three. Bryce Wilson went for five. Kyle Wright went for three. Uh, Diego Castilla went for one. I like him. Urena went for three. Don't like him at all. If it's, it's, I think he's actually got a higher ceiling. He's just his floor so god awful, especially if like the uh, yeah, just gives up too much contact. Ryan Yarbrough, I that's who, as I mentioned, I got it for one buck. I was like, why not? I get some cheap wins hopefully this year, exactly. Uh, and then Carlos Gonzalez, who actually had to be dropped back because this league doesn't let you pick up somebody if you're not officially on the roster, was going to be for three bucks if he's actually on the roster, would change things. Are you interested in Carlos Gonzalez at all for the Indians? Or because as of right now, if he makes the – they still haven't even said. If he makes the roster, I mean – Yeah, I, I have some interest. I mean, obviously, moves from Colorado. He's not the same, same hitter. Um, he's nowhere near that 30 and 100 guy. But, I mean, he's going to play. I think there's something in his contract. You'll find out pretty soon. I was reading up on him. I think um, by the third or second week in April, if he has an opt-out, if he's not brought up by then, they have to release him and he can go sign with another club. But I'm pretty sure the way that you look at Cleveland's outfield, I mean, there's going to be an opportunity for him uh, to play, I think, you know, for sure. Some interest in a 12-team? Probably not. Like, a lot of the pitchers you mentioned, I have interest in them, obviously, in deeper formats. You're playing in a, in a big-time deep format. But with these Atlanta guys, like Wright and Wilson, like, yeah. eventually, Gossman's going to come back and, and, and get inside that. Nah, he doesn't stink. He, he stinks. He's going to be inside that rotation. The guy that stinks is Darren. Like, that guy blows. Like, he's Tehran. off. The hair, yeah, Tehran. Uh, he, Julio, he's no good. I've like, hated Tehran for his entire career. 
This yeah. is the first year I started. You, you're in on him, Nick. No, he was I'm not, super man. cheap, and well, he's super cheap. And then yeah. Eno Saris brought up the fact that he's added speed to his fastball. Yeah, and just like maybe a little bit of change. I'm not look. The biggest thing with Tehran is not going to strike out nine, ten per nine. And because, yeah, so the I I just no I hate Gossman. I think he's terrible. He was he was terrible in Baltimore. He got hit hard, he's home so runs. Terrible. He was really this, good. Why are we America. so excited about a four ERA? We're no, we're not we're not. Well, this is the new. Oh, hold on, hold on, this I don't know. Hold on, Chris. I, I, it's because he got 148 strikeouts in 183 innings. That's what you're excited about, right? <laughs> the move to the National League is good for him. It's good for him. And honestly, he was he was decent in in Atlanta. It was a small sample size. Right, let's say so. In Atlanta, he had a 2.87 ERA. His strikeouts dropped. <laughs> he went to 6.6 .6 per nine. He struck out a whopping 44 and 60 innings of 59.2 innings. His exit was 4.46, which is guess what? Kevin Gossman. Get off Kevin Gossman's train. Don't do it, Chris. I'm warning you. Get off. Yeah, well, when you got the shoulder thing, I was kind of off anyways. But again, he's he's super cheap. But what I, my point is, he once he's healthy, and I think he's starting this, he's going to miss the first run He'll of be starts. Mediocre. He'll be inside the rotation. That's the bottom line. Willie? Are inside the rotation 100%. Well, they're Fulton Nevich is. Yeah, they're both going to be in there. I don't, I, I, tell you, I don't know if he is. Yeah. People are saying Newcomb has this short leash as well. Like if Newcomb well, Newcomb's has, already out, isn't he? No, he's in. He's in. He's still in? He's in, and he should be in. Let's still Why? be patient so with him. Oh, hold on. So he can walk twice as many as he strikes out? <laughs> the walks are an issue. I had a question. Look, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Newcomb apologist, and I still want nothing to do with him this year. Again, he needs a, he needs a second pitch. He, he definitely needs to build up a second <laughs> Think pitch. Think about what you just said. <laughs> he needs a second put-out pitch. He's not a sure. closer. But he does, still have, he does still have some upside. Like, I'm not completely out on him. I, I need to bring up um, – I'm bringing oh, up like for everybody out there that doesn't know. On, uh, Chris isn't taking this personal. We always just like, just say, like, don't. Oh, like, I'm not taking it personal at all. No, no, no. Like, I we disagree on the, players. Play, like, for you thought we'd disagree on some football players. Baseball, the pool, making it, we're going to dis. For you new to us, we're going to disagree about more people than you even realize. Let Newcomb, uh, two runs, three runs or fewer in 20. I know. Look, look, I owned him last year. I, I know. I, I owned him too. He was like. Dirt. He was cheaper than he is right now. <laughs> Here's the problem with Newcomb and why he's already off my list. Because you know who he is? is. No, because you know who he is? He's Jared Cook. If you could tell me with the good starts, uh, I will absolutely own Sean Newcomb. The problem is there's no rhyme or reason to when he shows up and he's great. And then when he bombs, he could bomb against the freaking Marlins and then come out and mow down the Yankees for some reason. Like there's no rhyme or reason to Sean Newcomb. And that's my problem with him. Yeah, you look at some of the blow-up. I'm looking at them right now. I mean, five against Washington, four in Cincy, five in Milwaukee, five in New York, five again to Milwaukee, seven to Colorado, um, five to Washington. Yeah, I mean, he's probably a better pitcher in head-to-head -head formats where you can sit him in certain spots. Like, it's like Colorado. Like, guys are, don't want Marquez or Freeland. Like, you can draft these guys in head-to-head -head formats. You don't have to play them in Colorado against the Yankees, for example. You could sit them. Like, it's fine. You can play them on the road if you're that worried about it. I understand the Newcomb thing. He's not a strong target, but I do feel like he's going to be given a chance oh, instead no, of this rotation. Yeah, and to your point, because your, your point, and those were some predictable ones, but 
I remember last year that Cincinnati one was at home. And Cincinnati's lineup wasn't that good at the time where it was like you were worried about like the Cincinnati one, you can kind of throw out. Milwaukee, yeah, of course. But I remember he was in LA too for one and got just destroyed in that one. So to your yeah, point. It's, it's hit or it, miss. You, you're right. You don't know. But you look at some of the other games. Oh, what the, hold on. There was one late in season two. He was at home. It was what? Oh, I'm pulling up right now because I couldn't remember. I got it. The Tampa Bay Rays. He got destroyed by the Rays at yeah, home. He, like, the yeah. Rays were decent last year, but, I mean, he got obliterated by them. It, yeah, I mean, you go through the game log, what, what newcomer are you going to get? I know we joked about the second And pitch. the worst part is, are you, are you looking at, you're looking at the game log right now, too? Oh, yeah, look at the one in Colorado. Okay. I know. Well, it, see, that's why I'm going to say that's Five fine. hits, no runs, nine K. Some of his better performances, he didn't really strike out anybody. And then, like, against Tampa Bay, he strikes out seven of four innings, but gets obliterated. Like, it's – it's. I, I don't know what – that's the thing. Like, biggest, I don't know what makes him good. <laughs> we, we, you're right. We don't. He's he's very. He's still a work in progress. Let's. We, we have. We have. But look, come on. A 15th <laughs> overall pick, 2014. Got some. Got some promise there. He, again, some of these guys can develop pitches and figure it out. But he he's going to be on a short short leash as well. It, we're talking about the kids and Tatis. It's. I get, this is part of it too in Atlanta and right. going with the younger staff and Wilson and Wright and they have a lot of of other guys too in their system. I mean, there's a lot of promise with the with the Braves. No, there definitely is. All right, so we got to wrap this up. We <laughs> get our over unders and picks for the season because this is what happens when you only have one show a week. Oh, by the way, Us movie. Good. What? The Us movie. Oh, movie, Us. Okay. It's a, it's it's hard to say that movie. Obviously, like if like, what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. It's gonna get overrated, and I say it's gonna get overrated just because I saw the ticket sales. It was. Did you see Get Out? I did not see Get Out. Okay. For anybody who has seen Get Out, for me, Get Out was slightly better. Both movies were good. Almost, I'd say in between good and great. Like, I give them both like a seven, seven and a half. Like, I give a seven and a half to Get Out. I give like a seven to us. They're both going to be overrated for the genre. It's hard to find thriller horrors that are actually good these days. And then just the hype around it is going to be off the chart. You can go see it. Uh, I have severe Oh my God, if you want to talk about it, hit me up on Twitter. I have so many issues with the ending of this movie because the ending of the movie threw so much of the logic of the movie out the window. It's almost kind of like they were just kind of like, eh, whatever, I screw you, the logic and the, the, the whole set. Uh, uh, I can't even talk about it. I'm so... Spoiler, I'm so I, one of my friends said the same thing, actually, the ending, uh, and he, he said he liked to get out more. He liked it better. Yeah. It's just the ending ruins so much of what the build up. It just takes so much of that plot and throws it out the window. But anyway, baseball over under wins. And we're doing this together, Chris, because you can do it on fantasy pros and we're going to make our picks. So the over under, and we can actually give an exact number on wins. So the Baltimore Orioles, the over under is 59 and a half. Do you know how many games they won last year? Yeah. 47. They're pathetic. Okay. There's, there you go. So <laughs> over under 59 and a half. Yeah, I'm going with the under. They're worse. They're a worse team. So, they lost I, their best player. It's funny you think, say that. I still think 47 is a hell of a low bar. <laughs> it's really low, but what, 59 is what you said? No, it's definitely the under, but if we had to give yeah. a number, I'm, I would say 52. Sure, maybe they win a couple more games, but they lost two of their best I know hitters. they did, Yeah, but at the same time, that's just – I still can't believe they only won 47. <laughs> they're, they're pathetic. They're probably the worst team I've ever seen. Which is crazy because we still have the 62 Mets that we could always talk about. And somehow, I think the 62 Mets beat them in a seven-game series. 
Probably, yeah. <laughs> All right. So the Boston Red Sox over under 94 and a half. They won 108 last year. Yeah, I'm taking the over. A lot has to go wrong for them not to get to 95 wins. I, I actually, I would go the over by like 10, like give them 104 wins. Yeah, I, I would agree. They're still, right. yeah, legit. Okay. The Yankees, 96 and actually projected for more wins. I know. 96 and a half. They won 100 last year. I am actually going to easily take the over. This is one I would, this is one uh, from a betting standpoint, I would stay away from, but I'm uh, like. Oh, really? See, mine is. Yeah, I'm in this contest. I'm going to choose. I'm going to pick them. This division is really bad. We just talked Baltimore, the the Jays. I think the Reds. My question is do they win more than the Red Sox? Yeah, I'm, I'd love their bullpen. Their bullpen is phenomenal. It's it's fantastic. So the rotation is still the rotation is still very suspect, and you know their lineup is great. Severino. Yeah, Severino's got some issues. Who knows if Paxton can can he stay healthy? Right, Tanaka's had some issues. So, All right, so I, that was a question more or less yeah. than last year. I, I well, they won 100 games last year. Yeah. Again, I would I would pick the over, but th- from a betting standpoint, like this is one of my least favorite lines. I would just stay away. Like the Red Sox, we saw it, right? They're projected for fewer wins. They a lot would have to go wrong for them with the Yankees. I think like one or two things, right? Like, what if Judge is out of that lineup and Stan struggles again? Hicks is always seems to be hurt. There's there's some more there's more question marks I think with the Yankees, but I'll go over. I'll pick the All over. right. How about the Tampa Bay Rays over under eighty four and a half? I never know. I never know how to pick the Rays. I know. Yeah, they're so. I thought they would be one of the worst teams last year. They were. They were impressive, and they improved. Right? They they improved their lineup. Did they. I think they did. Fam. They bring in fam. Yeah. They got some kids coming up. It's the uh, rotation. The this, this whole opener nonsense. Yeah. I mean, they bring in Martin. All right, so over. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Morton. Yeah. Eighty seven wins. Uh, that's. I think that's the number they get to. All right. Well, look, I'm I'm better this over than than these projections are. <laughs> the Toronto Blue Jays, seventy four and a half. I'm actually going under on this one. The, yeah, I'll go under too. I think they're going to have some big time issues this year. They won seventy three last year. Yeah, I say seventy this Vlad year. Vlad is not going to be the savior for them this year. No, there's still too many issues across the board. As fun as it could be in maybe a year or two, I'd say seventy. What do you say? Does that sound yeah. good? 70 sounds like a good number. Chicago White Sox, same number as they won last year, 62-62. Yeah. Over. Yeah, go over too. Strong over. over. Yeah, yeah. Especially the Eloy's up there. Eloy's up there. I believe in Moncada. Abreu struggled last year, bounced back. Yeah, I'll go over they have too. Too, Yeah, they have too many hitters, but I don't think they – Their bullpen actually is pretty decent. Yeah, do you think they get the 70 wins? I say uh, they could. They could. The division, the division is – I, is one of the weaker ones in baseball, so you can beat up on Detroit and Kansas a couple of those ones. Actually, well, we'll get to it in a second. I actually think this next team doesn't even win the division, so you know where I'm going with this one. Cleveland Indians, 91 over under. Yeah, I'm going to go under. I think I, I tweeted that it's going to be a long year in Cleveland. Now, Jose Ramirez is not as hurt as I thought he was going to be, but it's still, I feel like, going to be a long year. I think one of Kluber or Bauer will get dealt this year, and I'm with you. I know who you got to win the division. Uh, I agree. Clock step. i Indians under. So, 84? 87 wins. I'll give them 87 wins. They can win 90. 86. I want an even number. Um, <laughs> they'll, go, they'll go over 86. By no, one. no, no. I'm just saying I'm picking 86 because I wanted an even number. Okay, fine. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get to – we got to have an even number for the – oh, we'll see in a second. So, Detroit's over under is 69. 
Mm. Um, under. I still think they're brutal. You do? Yeah. If only Verlander was still there. He is not. 64 was there what they last year, so 65 or 66 wins. Or even worse. Six, 64 again. They'll go 64, 64 again. again. Yeah. Kansas City. Whew. This is surprising to me. The over-under is 70.5. Way under. They won 58 <laughs> last year. Where did they get better? <laughs> and they lost Perez. Yeah. What, what the, I don't know. They didn't. They, did, they didn't get better at all. I mean, Does somebody mean to put 60.5 and accidentally hit the 7? I don't know what the deal is. Maybe they're just they love Mondesi like everybody else, but no. So 60 for them? 60 they, two, they scratch out two more from last year? Two more wins. All right. And their division winner, the Minnesota Twins. The uh, 84 over under, so I know we're taking the over. Can they get to 90 is the question. Yes, 90 wins. They'll get to it. They'll beat up on this division. That's the thing, right? Detroit, Chicago, and the Royals are going to play those teams, what, a combined almost 60 times? Yeah. Like 40 of those games alone. How many? Let's see. What's, what's 162 times 15? You know that number in the top of your head? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's, 20, it's 2,430, just so you know. Okay. That's how many wins. So, all right. <laughs> you know, now you'll know that forever. So Houston won 103 last year, over under 96 and a half. Yeah, I, get it. I go the over, yeah. There's Here's the question, over under 103 wins from last year. Um, yes, they, they had some, some injuries, some struggles last year. 107. The board. 107. Yes, the best team in the AL for me. Yeah, I could see that. That, that team is just stupid. Unless... Carlos Correa is significantly hurt. And he's already dealing with a neck injury. Right. I don't know about Correa, man. And Altuve is not 100%. He's already No, I, got, I heard a report from somebody that's like an injury he's person. Fine. He should be fine. Okay. Like they expect like everything they heard. Like from what they know, they expect him to be fine. Okay. We'll okay. save your team for last. The Oakland Athletics, 83 and a half. They won 97 last year. A lot went right for them last year. Um. This but was a number I probably so much worse that it can really go that. I mean, we're talking about fourteen less wins. I know. What's the number at again? Eighty-three and a half. I mean, outside of losing Olsen. Uh, I guess I'll take the I'll take the over. I don't think they're a ninety-win team anymore, though. I don't. I just I know the bullpen still. How about strong. eighty-five, barely over. Yeah. It's the same thing. I look at this, and here's the next one. Same thing. Seventy-one and a half. The Seattle Mariners won eighty-nine last year. I still don't know how. I know. It's the, I, I actually like – I think they could be sneaky. They lost a lot of pieces. I think that they can be sneaky to get over that number. I'm not in on them. I think they'll probably come fourth in this division, but they still have some bats, right? They still have capable you know, hitters in their lineup. Their pitching staff is brutal. I think they'll get over that, that number. Of, I, I see them as like an 81 team. I put 82. Yeah, that's fair. All right, so the Texas Rangers – who have, let's see here, they win 67 last year, over under 71. I think both numbers are low. I think if you look at this team, and I don't think they win 80, but if you look at this team, I think to, they're the reverse of the athletics. A lot of things went wrong last year. A lot of things went wrong, yeah. Um, their pitching staff is so pathetic, but I'll, I'll take the over. They could, they could get to that number. It's, some, okay. it's a really low number. I put 75. Yeah. I would I would have them as like a 72, 73 win team. 75. So your Angels, 180. They're 82 and a half this year. Where are you they going? Beat, 
they have the they were 80 and 82 last year. They were 80 and 82 the year before that. They're 500 ball team. This projection. You're telling me they're going to win <laughs> dead on. I, I, it's a, it's such a great number. That, again, this is one I would stay away from as well. Uh, I'll give them, I'll give them the over. I'll go to 84 wins this year with with this little slight downgrade from Seattle. Maybe they win a couple more games against. Oh, I had them at 85. Yeah, that's what they are. They're a 500 ball team, and they're already hurt. Like their staff is already hurt. All right, nationally, pick up the pace because this show is so long today. <laughs> Might have to break it up into two sections. <laughs> Braves, 190. They're projected at 86. This division is going to be ridiculously tough. It is. It's going to be super predict. tough. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I'll go over, though. I, I'll give them 90 wins. 90? I was going to give them 88 so we can split the difference. Right. Marlins. Oh, this is, this is the one easy one. Yeah. 63, is, which is what they won last year before they got rid of most. Okay, yeah, what, no, what, we're going under. How far under? <laughs> yeah, we're, go, we're going. They're <laughs> 55 wins. The thing is, like, the, the Phillies got better. The Nationals stayed the course. The Braves, are their younger kids are better. Their, their younger pitchers are coming in. And the Mets got better. So For now. <laughs> their division, yeah, for now. But their division is, is better. And the, the Mets rest- also have Noah Syndergaard throwing off this makeshift transportable mound with dirt thrown on top of it because that's the Mets. So. Yeah, very <laughs> Did you see that yesterday? Yeah, I don't know what the heck that was. Uh, very interesting. All, All right, right, so Mets, speaking of, their over-under is actually 86, the exact same as the Braves. Yeah, I go under. I go under with the Mets. I know they improved their squad, but the same thing I said last year, there's too many question marks with them inside their rotation. I know it was a positive. Wheeler had a good full season, but he's still – he could get hurt. Syndergaard, Mats, a lot has – and the division is better, so I go. I got to go under. All right, I went under as well. The Phillies, 89.5. Now, that's a nine-and-a-half game uptick from last year. Yeah, that number's a little high. But they're good. They improved they, – they just improved more than anybody. Five. Yeah, I got it. You actually can. It puts a push. But obviously, <laughs> you fix your system, buddy. You shouldn't be allowed to put in. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, I give them 94 wins this year. Oh, wow, 94. Yeah, that, that might be a little high. I was going to say 91. I give them nine, I give, I'll stick with it. Because we still have the Nationals, whose over-under is 89. In case for everybody wants the reference point here, over under Braves, 86, Mets, 86, 89 and a half Phillies, 89 for the Nationals. It's a good division. It's a good division. Nationals are always overhyped. They're always overhyped. Under and the Nationals. Yeah, me too. Me too. They're, and usually it's because of Bryce Harper. Now he's gone and what? They won 82 games last year. What makes everyone think they're going to win 90 this year? So under. Under. 85. Yeah, I was going to say four. Yeah, perfect. All right. Chicago Cubs. Over under 88.5. Go take my money. Go to Vegas. Put it on the over. Do it now. Everything went wrong. This is another one. How many things went wrong for the, the Cubs last year? Everything. Rizzo was And they won 95 the games. Brian was hurt. <laughs> they Hannah, won 95 Hannah sucked. games. Lester sucked. Darvish didn't pitch. Yeah, everything. You know that first graphic in the show doc that you sent me with the tweet and the projections? Did you see what it was for the Cubs? No. It was 79. Holy I was like, what? How is this 79? It doesn't make any sense. Where are bets on that? Because I don't bet, but holy hell, I would have sent somebody to go put a bet on that. Yeah, to your point, they won 95 games and everything went wrong with them for them. Yeah, no, this is, this is a strong over, and I 
I think they near a hundred. I saw that graphic. They had them dead last in the, in the division. The Central, they had them dead last, seventy nine wins. <laughs> it's like, what is going on? Good God, I put them at ninety eight. Yeah, I think yeah, ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety six, definitely. So some this entire this makes no sense to me. I don't know. I, I'm assuming they did their math correctly, but this entire division, the lowest team is seventy seven point five right now. The Cincinnati Reds are projected for seventy eight point five. They won 67 last year. I do not see a 12-game improvement. No, I don't either. I like some of the improvements that they've made. They tried to get some guys in their staff, but, you know, Wood and Rourke and Gray are not elite pitchers. And Senzel's hurt, probably won't be out for about a month. Yeah, our boy Scooter is out for like 12 weeks. Yeah, Scooter's out. Hey, they still have Eugenio Suarez. Yeah, I, and I like him a lot. But, yeah, I agree with you here. I, th- I think they're an improved team, but – that's, that's slightly high. Yeah, 73, 74. The Milwaukee Bucks, <laughs> they had 96 wins last year, 86.5 for the Brewers. I think it's the over. I just think the question is, I don't think they get back to 96, right? Yeah, it's a little too high. A so lot. I mean, right. I know there was some people excited about Woodruff and Corbin and stuff, but still, that rotation is like, ooh. Yeah, I'm one of the you know, guys who's excited about Woodruff, but um, that, a lot went right for them. We're talking about, you know, a lot went wrong for other teams. Know, a lot yeah. went right for them. Like, Yelich, I think, is going to see Even a he takes a small step back. Small step back. Aguilar. Just, we'll Aguilar went bananas. Year. Yeah, and he went nuts. Although, well, I'll save it. I'll, I'll, I'll just say that. I'm going to okay. save it. Yeah. I still yeah. think – hold on. Hold on. we got to make sure we get this right. So, let's see. we got 91. I just want to make sure they're a playoff team. That's all. Because I think they get a wild card still. Yeah. The Pittsburgh Pirates at 77 and a half. I think this might be the second worst team in all of the National League. Yeah. Um, yeah, under. I agree there. I think they struggle to get to 70. Yeah, and plus, again, that, that division, I think they're the weakest team in, in that division, and that's a strong division. Yeah, and I don't know where everybody's getting so excited about Gregory Blanco, though, but do you know he might play half the season, people? Like, I yeah, still, he might not be back until like, definitely <laughs> June. Yeah, I don't understand where that, that's coming from. So the St. Louis Cardinals won 88, and they're projected for 88.5. I feel like 88's a good number. <laughs> dead on. It's like the Angels. Like, they just got it dead on. I like the Cardinals a lot. I think that they could win this division. I think they could surprise some people. Uh, we've, we've talked about this before. I don't like their rotation, and that's, that's the big question mark I have for Which them. Which is why I was putting them right at 88 again. <laughs> yeah. Um, Again, another one from a guy who likes to sprinkle a little bit. I would stay away from this game because I think it's such a great, it's such a legit number. But I'll give them, I'll give them ninety wins. Okay. National League West. As we wrap this up, I'm going to start with what I do think is potentially the worst team in the National League. Possibly a content. No, no, second. Worst because the Marlins and the I keep throwing the Marlins and Orioles out is like oh yeah this almost like they don't count yeah and then everybody else yeah. so I think the Giants are awful yeah and and Bumgarner looks awful so far I'm rooting for him but even if he turns things around I think he's gone I think Will Smith who I love is a very very terrific value as a reliever I think he's going to be traded and then you look at this roster and it's like who who do they even have it's like Longoria and Posey and like I just this team is just gross to me. Over under 73, I I got them at like 68 wins. I think this team is going to struggle to do anything this year. Yeah, I don't need to spend too much time. I agree with everything. And last year, like they brought in all those guys like Longoria and McCutcheon just to, you know, the older guys to try to turn things around, and it didn't work out. Posey's another year older coming off hip surgery. 
belt is always hurt. Longoria has lost it. And who else is in their lineup? It's pathetic. And I agree that I think Bumgarner's gone. If he could just put together a couple, you know, good outings, a few good outings in a row, if he can have a good start, just sell high on him immediately and trade him. And everyone else is just, oh, man, it's it's a bad team. It's a, uh, under for sure. 65, I would go as low as 65 wins. See, and I don't have the Diamondbacks that far from them. I agree. Yeah, Diamondbacks, like what's their number? 70, there's 75. I think they win like 62 or 72. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think they're, they're awful as well. They're, they're missing a lot of pieces. And that was another one that stood out to me when, you know, you opened up, I opened up that link with the projections. They had Arizona. I'm looking at right now, Arizona, they had as an 81 team. Like I don't see it. Yeah. I don't, I just, it's confusing to me. So, all right, let's see. So far last two. Well, okay. Rockies. 91 last year, 84 and a half this year. I think they squeak over, but I think it's squeak. Like, I think it's 86. I don't think they're a 91 team again. Yeah, no, 86, 87. I like the over there, though. I th- yeah, I, I mean, everybody's like, oh, why aren't you drafting Freeland? Uh, maybe because I look at his XFIP and I look at what he can do as a pitcher and he's fine. Still mm-hmm. pitches has his games in Colorado. Herman Marquez, yeah, yeah strikes out a ton of people. That's fine. And still, we've done this with Ubaldo Jimenez before, too. So, yeah. I like some pieces. I like John Gray. But, you know, you still pitch half your games in Colorado. Yeah, and Gray, we were talking about Newcomb. Gray's just as wild as Newcomb with the, with the walks and giving up bombs. So, yeah, he's still – Freeland is a good real-life pitcher, but fantasy not so much. But, I mean, yeah, they play half their games in Colorado. San Diego or um, the, the Diamondbacks and Giants are not good. I, I think they can flirt with 90. His offense is still pretty solid. Okay. The LA Dodgers, 192, projected for 93. The Dodgers are another overrated team to me. I, I look at them as. Really? I look at them the same I was way. Take the over. I think this is the one we're going to disagree on. Maybe. Again, this is another one I would stay away from, right? They get to that number last year. And did their offense take a hit? Did their offense take a little bit of a hit this I year? I don't know that it did. I think they have so many pieces that it's like they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. They're going to flirt with this number and everyone says well when their their staff is healthy they got the best staff in baseball sure that's probably correct but everybody inside sure. the rotation is always hurt like rio is and maeda and um obviously clayton kershaw and rich hill's already hurt um you know there's i i think there's i think they're slightly overrated i would stay away from this number i think that they win 92 games what is that under what was that 93 mm. Runner at 92? It was 93. Yeah, I mean, I'm that's, that's I guess, maybe, like, I would just, I would, I wouldn't bet the under and I wouldn't bet the over. I just, it's one that I would, I would really just stay away from. I wouldn't be shocked if they had the same record as last year. I, I think that their offense took a little bit of a hit. I mean, I got, I guess to get AJ Pollock, uh, I don't know, Seeger's back, I suppose. Maybe it didn't take as much of a hit as I thought, but yeah. I think there's some question marks, man, with that team. I think, all right, last one. Oh, baby, this is like the Cleveland Browns to me. San Diego on. Padres. They won 66 games last year. Whew. They're over under 78.5. Oh, I'm wow. still taking the over. They go 500 this year. Yeah, for sure. 13, 14 wins is a lot. Of, that's a big improvement, but they've, they've improved their team. Yeah, I, would, I don't think they're done either. I wouldn't be shocked if they get Kimbrell or something or a Keuchel. Would Kimbrell just freaking sign? What's he waiting for? <laughs> money nobody Jesus. wants to give him a hundred million dollars get yeah. over it. yeah 
I don't really blame anyone for not. You're not the problem with baseball. The problem with baseball is these mid-level contracts and the minor leagues making 20,000 and needing 17 jobs just to make it through the year. The hundred million dollars. If somebody wants to give you 80, get over it, Greg Krimble. Yeah, for sure. Agree. Like I'm all, you know me. I'm all for making as much money as you can for anybody, player, coach, whatever you are. Any, anybody listening, whatever your job is, make as much as you can. At the same time, you, sometimes you have to know what your worth is. And guess what? Your worth is not $100 million, Kerry Kimball. No, it's not. No, it's not. He needs to lower it. Yeah, he needs to lower it down for sure. And like I said, I, don't, I wouldn't be handing out $100 million to him. I so would. if we go by our over-unders, our American League playoff teams are the Astros the Red Sox, the Twins, and then wild cards are the Yankees and... The Cubs or the Rockies. You're in the wrong league, buddy. I said the American League. Were you even paying attention? (laughs) Yeah, I am. (laughs) I would have paid attention at the end of the show. 87, so it's the Yankees and Rays. The Rays? Are you okay with that? No, the Rays are not making the playoffs. Uh, So you, you would change that up. So you're good with the first four. Who would you swap in for the Rays? I, I s- I'm leaving them. Really? Um, Cleveland? <laughs> always there. Cle- Cleveland? <laughs> the uh, Rays squeaked them out by one game, and then they squeaked out by Oakland by a game, and then the Angels by another game. So it's actually what we ended up with was the Rays with 87. This would be a fun finish to the season. Mm. Rays at 87, Indians at 86, Oakland at 85, Angels at 84. Yeah, nice. Yeah, giddy up. Um the Mariners know, got man. kicked out a few days before that because they're at 81. Yeah, they're at 81. I, my thing with the Angels is just their staff, right? Who'd they bring in? Cahill, he's been hurt. Harvey's been hurt. He's already hurt. Anymore. Oh, they all, they're all hurt. Everyone's hurt. Upton's hurt already. Like, everybody is hurt. And Trout said at the start of the season, it's just everyone knows. Everyone's always hurt. So I can't give them, and I can't go that far with the Rays. I would still give Cleveland a wild card just because not of the, of, Not the athletics? Nah, just because of their pitching staff. I, again, Oakland, I think, overachieved a little bit. I think we're going to see them. Uh, All right, so let's a, uh, boom, plus, plus change. Now it's 87 wins for the Indians and 86 for the Rays. So there you go. Oh, All right. Race. Yeah, National League. We have – nobody won in 100 games in the National League. We have the Cubs as a playoff team, the Dodgers as a playoff team, the Phillies winning their division. And then who's next? So we have 88, 88. Nope. Next team is the Brewers at 91. And then we are going to need an extra day of baseball. Oh. We're going to need the Cardinals and the Braves to play for that final playoff spot at 88 wins apiece. Wow. The National League is stacked, man. I, you just said like no 100, no 100 win teams, but I think no. it's just because there's so many. And then we still had the Rockies at Rockies. 86, the Mets at 84, the Nationals in the mid 80s, uh, San Diego at 81. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of good teams. National, that's going to be interesting. That The NL East and the NL Central is going to be just fascinating to watch all year, where the other divisions, you kind of, you know, you, you just know it's the Red Sox, Yankees are at the top, and the Rays are just hanging around. That's it. And, Issues in the central and issues in the west, like the Astros. I'm agreeing. Astros are just they're. Just I'm just loaded. no. I'm li- I was legitimately laughing at the fact they're making this two damn shows. Uh, <laughs> so that's it. That worked. Like you said, it wasn't enough. We need two shows. We will have two shows yeah. coming. Uh, so we got who's. So we'll just say you know what the playoff teams there. What's your World Series? Uh, my World Series is I will go Astros going back. And 
win or lose to the Braves. Do they win? <laughs> the Braves lose. The Yankees are okay. going to win. No, the Astros are going to win. The Yankees. You don't even. Know. I, the uh, I also. I'm going back to the Astros as well. Uh, the Astros over the Cubs, though. This is what I'm going to say. Okay, fair. I think the Cubs are. So I'll do a couple quick fun picks. I tried to make that all one word. National League, Cy Young, American League, Cy Young. Does DeGrom repeat? Does Snell repeat? Uh, no. Uh, no repeats. Let's go oh, with... One. I originally, last week when I did this, I had Trevor Bauer, and then I'm like, oh, if I really do think like Cleveland's going to have these issues, then it's it's not going to be it's not going to be Bauer. I think Nola wins the Cy Young in the NL. Popular pick. I hate. Is that, that a popular, popular pick? pick? Oh God, everybody's all over Nola. Well, this is the so. thing. Like he's, they should be though. You know what I mean? Like he's he's a dominant pitcher. He's dominant at home, and he's going to have. Some... No, you're not wrong. Yeah, it's. I know it's a whatever. And I, don't, I don't know if you've heard, but there's this Pavetta guy that everybody really likes. It's another guy. So I have so many shares of him. Like I just, I do feel like he's the break bat, breakout pitcher this year. He's the one that's nah, that whip really unlucky last year. Yeah, but that whip is just he's he still has too many control issues, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's not fair. So, so you're taking Nola and I'll take Nola and um, in the American League. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Verlander. It's between Verlander and Cole, like one of those two. They may sound boring. May sound boring. They didn't win last year, uh, but I'm taking Scherzer and Sale. I mean, yeah. they're, they're my top two pitchers in my projections. That's what I'm going to go with. Sale, sale stays healthy. So, <laughs> AL MVP not named Mike Trout. <laughs> Judge. <laughs> Judge? Yeah, that's Aaron fair. Judge. Aaron Judge. Uh, I think I know you, you can't pick Trout. You, you just can't. I laugh at everyone who's, who picks Trout. It's like, what are you doing? Pick like someone else. And He's you can't. Runner. Well, the thing is, is like Betts and JD Martinez cannibalize each other. Right. That's what I was going to happen last year. I can see Judge, but I actually think Stanton might even have a bigger the year than him if he stays healthy. Yeah. I'm That's always a big question. Could. Yeah, definitely could. I think the average could be better with Judge. Um, but yeah, Judge, I suppose, is. The problem is, is like, that's the. It's like if you throw out Trout, now you get into this. I don't really know who to pick. There's a case yeah. for so many people. They're real, yeah. I mean, you mentioned the two Boston guys, and then you have Sale, and they're such a good team. Like we didn't even know, throw in Altuve. I mean, if Altuve is 100 percent and has 620 at bats, he'll yeah. be in the conversation. Of course, of course, he's going to have one of the best averages in baseball. Yeah, he's he's always going to be in the conversation. So that was, and then I feel like that's really it. Like honestly, like Jose Ramirez is he going to? You know how healthy is he? Just how much time does he miss? I know he's feeling balls. Maybe he's not going to miss much time. You mentioned Stanton. That's it. Like, it, like if the Rays make the playoffs, like, do you see anyone? Like, is Tommy Pham going to win MVP? Like, no, it's no Ryan Yarbrough with his twenty wins and seventeen innings pitched, <laughs> and probably a few saves in there as well. <laughs> yeah, but no, why not? Uh, so, rookie of the year in the American League, Eloy Jimenez. I mean, that one's kind of easy, yeah. Yeah, that one's... You don't think it'll be Kikuchi? You don't think he'll pitch well enough? No, in fact, I think he's going to be brutal this year. Kikuchi? Yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. All right, so National League. Who are you going with National League? I'm going with Freddie Freeman. I'm all on board with the Braves oh, this God. year. Yes. That one's, off the, that one's off the board because I know a lot of people are Acuna, but... Everybody's taking Acuna. I actually thought Acuna was the interesting pick until like three weeks ago. I don't know if... Were you on that thread? Where I was. was the, yeah, you yeah, tagged you tag somebody I, else. Yeah. And, and somebody I was had, like, wow, Acuna is bold. And then I see all these predictions over the last week. Is Acuna, Acuna, Acuna. Like, well, 
so much for that. <laughs> yeah, no, everyone seems to be on. I just go the other way. I think the Braves are going to be one of the best teams in baseball, but I go, I go Freeman. I think that uh, we'll see him get back up to the 30 home runs. He was, I think last year was a bit of an outlier, 23 home runs. He had a high ground ball rate. That's not necessarily him. So I think he'll get back up to the 30 home runs and he's just a great, great overall hitter. The average is going to be there and Braves are going to be one of the best teams. So I can see that. I, I'm going away from the Braves. Uh, to your point, and now that I think about it too, is you could always have they, they cannibalize each other. So yes. that's a concern there. If you look at the Cubs, you have Rizzo and Bryant and cannibalizing each other there. Um, so I'm going to go, although, you know what? I can't really take this pick. So he'll be my breakout pick instead. I was going to say Moustakis because I really think that Moustakis is going to potentially lead the National League in home runs. But Kristen Yelich could cannibalize him, unfortunately. As you see, I'm going, it's like every team's got somebody. The Phillies, you could have Harper, Hoskins, and like all that. So, you know, I'm going to throw in here because they did make the playoffs. And I think even if they are tied, they knocked the Braves out in that one game. Paul Goldschmidt, I think he bounces back with the Cardinals and he's back to the MVP level. Yeah, I think it's a great call. That's, that's actually my runner up. So I, I'm yeah. big on the cards. I think they're going to surprise some people. I mean, it wouldn't really be a big surprise if they won the division. But, um, yeah, I think that's a good call. Both of those guys, two first base elites. Yes. So rookie is a little bit more interesting in the National League. I still say Robles. Me too. I think Robles as well. I think he just gets enough at bats. Like he's going to get the playing time as long as he stays healthy. He's going to play and he's going to steal bags. He's going to, you know, he's going to hit home runs. So, yeah, uh, Tatis Jr. Now that he's playing, is going to be in the conversation. But I think the average. I think Robles is going to have a better average. That's going to help. I can see that. Biggest bounce back overall in general, period. Oh, why do you have someone on the top of your head? Yeah. Chris Bryant. Going oh, back good. to the, it's like you know, the Yeah, the Cubs, everything going wrong. I mean, I actually like him and Rizzo a lot, both bouncing back. These guys were going at the end of the first round last year. Yeah. And Rizzo's second half was was really strong. He had a back injury to start the year. And Bryant only had thirteen home runs. This guy's gonna hit thirty if he gets five hundred plate appearances easily. Daniel um, Murphy is another good one. Now he's with the Rockies. Mur- Murphy is a good one. Murphy's a really good one. Um, I can get contact, a career 90% contact hitter, and he's going to go to course. So it's, it's the recipe for success right there. Um, across the, I'm trying, just trying to think of other guys. I can't really. Um, no, I, I ruined it for you. Yeah, that's it, man. You took, you took all the guys. You took everyone. I'm just rolling good. through all the teams and – that's it. Maybe Altuve. Does Altuve do it? Correa? Carlos Correa, I suppose. Correa, <laughs> Correa, if he can stay healthy. Correa Are you a Luke Weaver is... person? I am not. I was <laughs> last year. <laughs> and I saw the command issues, so I'm not. Although he's had a really good spring. Um, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, I'm not in on him. Correa is a good one. I'm more on the Correa than Seeger one. So those two oh, shows. wait. We were joking about Gregory Polanco. And a little breaking news while we're doing this. Oh. Apparently, we're overshooting that timeline because he's playing five in, five innings of AAA yesterday, and he's now on pace to return possibly by the end of April. Wow. That's, I thought for sure, at least yeah. May, end of May. So I still don't – that doesn't change how I feel about the Pirates. No, it, and it doesn't. But, I mean, and it doesn't – it'll affect – I got I mean, I'm, I got to move the bats up for Gregory Polanco, but it's still shoulder surgery. I mean, and it's not like he was a bomber to begin with. No, he wasn't. And another guy who's really had, he hasn't had a season where he's put it all together. It's been like a good first half, a good second half. Like last year was a good second half. Remember Adam LaRoche? Oh, of course. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then that one year towards the end of his career, he flipped the script all of a sudden. And it was like, what the hell's happening? He's playing well. Yeah, I mean, some of these, it's like Justin Smoke, like these guys towards the end of their career. Adam LaRoche was the perfect person to pair with Mark Teixeira. It was yeah. like, just, just ride him early. And then it's like, hey, guess what? Mark Teixeira finally showed up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 30, 30 plus bombs uh, for a few years, I think, for LaRoche. I remember his early days with, with the Braves, but with the Nationals, he was productive. And then he basically said, F you, baseball, I'm out of here. Yeah, he did. That was a weird exit. The White Sox, him. right? That was something yeah. with his kid. Was it something with his kid? Yeah, it was, it yeah, was weird. I don't remember what it was, but that was weird. Things got weird with him towards the end. Things have gotten weird with us towards the end of the show because it's two damn hours. And if you're listening to this, yes, this is now a two-part show. Thankfully, we'll be doing two shows a week very shortly so we don't have to take two hours of our days. Although it's always great talking with Chris because he's at Chris Meany. By the way, I don't think we said it last week, Chris, because I don't, was it 100% official to tell people like you, you can be found somewhere else now too? Yes. Well, it is now. Yeah, it's 100% official, the Quad Edge. And I'm going to be doing some DFS stuff with them. I'm going to do game-by-game game previews. I've already, you know, got into the opening day. So every day, game-by-game game previews. We've got to oh optimize it Pray for your soul in September. Oh, my goodness. That's I know. It's going to be crazy. So um, I'm excited, though. Quad Edge got a good crew there of people. The promo code means it gets you 25 off. Look for tomorrow. There's going to be an opening day promo as well. So if you want to save save yourself some time or some money, and you can, can check out the Twitter account tomorrow as opening day is here. And, yeah, we're going to do some lot, lots of great promo stuff. promo code is tomorrow with, like, three O's. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Optimizer there. Everything's there. It already has three O's. It already has three O's. Yeah. Yeah. You knew what I meant. I did. Yeah. QE, check it out. Quant Edge. And also uh, our boy Joe Pizapia. Do some stuff with him um, for DFS for people who are in it. And yes, of course, The Athletic. Are you doing any chats at The Athletic? Every Monday. That's right. There you go. Good memory there by you every monday I, mean, I, knew, I knew the answer i just you did you did <laughs> you're a good host yeah no every every monday at noon eastern and you know i've it's been good i've done four or five of them already you're getting a lot of questions and obviously when when season starts monday is going to be huge for people who you yep. know some people are making their waiver wire claims on sunday but other people are playing in head-to-head and other formats look, looking at the waiver and then wire if i don't answer your question in the mailbag you can go join chris in his chat for exactly like i can't answer every otherwise it would be a chat and also the people they're like complaining like i can't believe you're answering football questions i'm sorry i'll tell the people to do better <laughs> jobs asking me questions <laughs> i got a basketball one the other day i was like hey chris thanks you got me in the in the finals for my nba league i have a basketball question for you it's sure why not yeah ever can I mean, help people I'm, I'm sorry football is year-round for the people that you know football. guess what i got baseball questions in december did i tell people to jump off a bridge and go screw themselves no i didn't i answered the question yeah. So upset sure. people, go screw yourselves. No, don't. We love you. Yeah, we do. We love you. <laughs> By the way, the athletic.com front slash all in sports, thirty percent off. Yeah. I told you. We're we're radio drunk right now. Come back. We'll be back next week with our future co host, Tease Tease. And probably try to keep that one to an hour. <laughs> at Chris Meany, follow him at All Kid. You know me. We'll see you next time. And I just did Pat's exit with we'll see you next time. (laughs) Yeah, well, whatever. Whatever, dude. I'll see you next time. Yeah. Oh, he says I'll see you. So I did say we at least.
call the other day. One of my buddies, he's a big Andrew Luck fan. He's huge. Like, he's obsessed. Everything Luck does, he just tells me about it. And he just can't get over how cool Luck is. He thinks he's so cool. So I was at the mall, and I was at the food court. And this- Has he met him in person? No, no. Okay, I was going to say, because like, I, I don't think a lot of people would describe Andrew Luck as cool. <laughs> Oh, man, he's so cool. Like, he's like, are you kidding me? Like, every time he gets sacked, and like, he says, oh, nice hit, buddy. Nice. He's like, are you kidding me? Who does that? Andrew Luck is the man. I'm like, settle down. But anyways, I wanted to get a picture for him as the food court, and there's this couple there next to me, and they're kind of younger, but they're really lubby-dubby. Like, they were... It, it was a little creepy of me that I'm, I'm sneaking the phone under the arm, just trying to get a little snap because kid had a heavy beard. He looked identical to Luck. And it was got a little <laughs> picture, but it, the, the girlfriend kept looking over at me like, what is like, this creeper just like, I'm pretty sure he's taking a picture of us. Like, it was really awkward, but it was totally worth it. it <laughs> she so puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> What is this older guy taking this picture of us for? Like they they may have been you know they're they're late. Sat there and started going. I really I, like. I regretted after. I really wanted to go over to him and say, it, "Like Andy, <laughs> just like kind of walk away," you know. But, uh, that's the that's the toughest thing when you're in public trying to take a picture of somebody that like you know is going to be a good reference point for somebody else or like a joke and you just want to yeah. show somebody but you're kind of you want to do it without them noticing <laughs> because you can't you can't really just like whip out your phone to eye level without it being obvious that's what you're trying to do no you you just have to be blunt and obvious about it and you know for the most part they won't care An- another sidebar story was in nashville a couple weeks ago i don't think my dad looks like mark Wahlberg, but a lot of people actually come up to him and say you know you look like Wahlberg." It- it's because he's got some he's got to look long hair he's in the military for oh, years and when he got into the military he <laughs> let the hair grow <laughs> listen he's not ripped or anything but we were in nashville and we we're just sitting down having supper and these two girls came over and they're like oh my god you look like mark Wahlberg." we got a big laugh about it did he go did he go Say hello to your mother for me. <laughs> no, no, he's just like, oh, wow. Okay, cool. And then that was it. And then half hour later, they came over again with uh, the girl's boyfriend. And she's like, you know, can we, can I get a picture with you? It's like, oh, okay, sure. And two girls saddled up and they got a picture with them. And the guy bought him a beer. He was just like, thanks, you know, for being a good sport. He's like, yeah, no problem. You know, All right, hold on. Side, sidebar, side question to your sidebar. <laughs> Is, when you say saddled up, like is that a Canadian reference or did they actually sit in his lap? No, it's yeah, it's it's not the true reference, I suppose. Okay, so they like, just, just got like the like yeah, arm around like armor, that. Yeah, okay. arm around, yeah. I just I'm just kind of <laughs> curious. Like some one of the like saddled up to me is like, hey, I'm gonna sit in your lap, take this picture. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's that probably wouldn't have uh, flown with my mom there, but yeah, not, not technically saddled up, I suppose. But hey, all. you know, it, like it, your mom. Like, hey, look, I still have a desirable husband. So there you go. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, she she loves it deep down. She loves it. So here, I'll give you a little tip. If you're ever trying to take a picture of somebody, you so if you want to do it, this is the best way. I've I, I I've gotten to the point where it's not a hundred percent, but I've gotten pretty good at like not making it look like this. What you're doing is you start looking at your phone. Like have the app open, but look at your uh, phone like you're looking at something. Yeah. And then what you do is you pull it up and don't. I mean, I usually take a picture. It usually ends up being off angle, but mm-hmm. the phones can you fix that anyway now at this point? But hold it up, and then you like kind of like make a confused face, like you're trying to look at something closer. <laughs> picture, put the phone back down. It's a good I'm call. telling you, it works. It works actually. Like like you're trying to read it better, or you're trying to look at a picture on your phone, and that's what you do. And you hold it up, and like, like I said, a lot of times my phone ends up tilted a little bit, but it works pretty good. Like the, I don't think I've ever had anybody when I've done that look at me and you know that's a good. 
I even did that zooming in, trying to get at a picture of somebody's car one time. So. Oh wow! Yeah, no, you you look all confused. Maybe scratch the head a little bit. Yeah, tilt the phone. It's a good tip. But the the I one fear is like somebody. <laughs> it's the one problem is somebody behind you though. Like I don't, you know, it's a little creepy. Oh, uh, see, like walking behind and just like your close up zoom. But here's the thing: put yourself in the person behind you's shoes. Like if you ever see somebody doing that. What's your, your, oh, they're taking a picture for some reason. Like, I've yeah. never, I've seen people take pictures before of random people that doesn't look like they have anything to do with it. I've never thought to myself, I should go say something. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> as long as, you know, you're not being a total creep, you know. Right. Like I said, as long as you're not going, because uh, <laughs> yeah. you're taking the picture <laughs> with your tongue hanging out. <laughs> there definitely wouldn't have been any of that on my part. <laughs> so, Andrew Luck in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, let's do this show now. <laughs> yeah, let's do it.